You're listening to the Maximum Storytelling Podcast, where you'll learn how to produce compelling video marketing content for your law firm through visual storytelling. Maximum Storytelling is a production of Maximum Lawyer Media. And now, your hosts, Josh Nagel and Annika Godlewski. Now we are live. All right. Technical difficulties. I hope that everyone's attention span lasted long enough for you to stick with us while we figured out the glitch because that is what we were talking about today on Maximum Storytelling, attention spans and lack thereof. Time low right now, currently, I think the stats show that it's getting shorter and shorter as we get you know, further and further along with this whole social media age. And yeah, it's really important to capture your viewers sooner than later. And with attention spans being so short, talk to you today about how to help get your message across soon and uh, effective. And it's so crazy because attention spans, there was a a study by Microsoft, and this was done a few years ago that attention spans are only eight seconds long when people are watching videos. And here we are spending like 20 extra seconds trying to get everything live. So I'm like, please, I hope everyone's attention spans lasted like longer than eight seconds. But I think there's also some comparison to the eight second span and goldfish. Like we have a very short attention span, like so, so bad that it's also what goldfish attention spans are apparently. So that's really short. And then there was also a stat that said, if you do not capture your viewers attention within the first 30 seconds, 33% of them are not going to watch longer than that. And then if you don't capture their attention within 60 seconds, but 45% of the people are gone. They're just not even going to bother. Personally, my attention span is probably two to three seconds. And for me to get engaged with a video, it has to be amazing from the get go. If the audio sucks, if the lighting doesn't look good, if it's blurry, I'm just going to keep scrolling. There's no way that I'm going to stay and be engaged to that video. If it doesn't catch my eye or there's a reason for me to be watching it. Obviously, if you were looking for an answer for something and you're searching on Google and you find a video that's titled the answer of your question, you're probably going to, click on that video. But again, if five, 10 seconds go by and you're like, oh gosh, this guy's just going to drag out for an hour. I'm never going to get the answer that I'm looking for next. So there's a few different things that you can do to kind of get somebody to stick around a little bit longer. And I know that, you know, a lot of you probably have watched several videos on YouTube and a lot of people do a really effective method of right off the bat, saying a key sentence or editing it in a way to where you pull that like key point out and you lead with it. And then maybe you go back in and do your intro like, hi, I'm Josh Nagel. And today we're going to talk about whatever, but you still have already delivered that little key moment that they know that at some point you're going to talk about that exactly. So whether they see your, your videos five to, you know, six minutes or whatever, within that time you're going to deliver the answer they're looking for. So it's so difficult too when, you're watching a video and you see somebody say, let me tell you, like, let's just say for a frequently asked questions video, right? Personal injury attorneys want to answer the question, what should you, how should you handle a car accident case? I know it's kind of a broad question, but the worst is when you see an attorney's video and it's like, well, since I've been handling car accident cases for the past 30 years and I have handled thousands and thousands of cases and I have seen cases from that were very very terrible to small fender benders like dude I just want to know what I should do after a car accident I just want to know how I should handle my case and like you said 
bringing that intro after the fact, after you say, okay, look, number one thing that can hurt your car accident case is to, I don't know, give a recorded statement to the adjuster. One sentence, then tell us at the very end all about yourself, which still that kind of, we don't even like it when you do talk about yourself, but if you absolutely have to, just to prove the point that you know what you're talking about, don't say it right away. Please, please don't say it right away. Yeah, don't clog their brain with information that they're not looking for. Because again, they're probably trying to find a specific answer. So if you can deliver that to them quickly, effectively, in one or two minutes, that's going to be your best bet anyways of having a short video that literally is getting straight to the point and you're delivering that content and that's it. And again, you can, you can have that stuff to where, you know, you have on the screen all your practice areas, your contact info, obviously that's important, but they're looking for something specific. And the sooner you can deliver that in your video, the better. So even if you lead with it and then you have your, this amazing animated logo or something comes up, it's like, oh, wow, this is official. I know that I'm going to get the information I'm looking for. I'm going to, you know, buckle in and sit down and get ready for this one because now I'm engaged because I know that the content is coming. Talk to us too about splash images. So if anybody out there doesn't know what a splash image is, if you are on YouTube and you see all of the different videos all lined up and it's just that one image that's paused, right? It's just a, it's like a cover photo, right? Until the video starts playing. What do you think splash images should look like if you, knowing that people's attention spans are so short? Again, you want to be engaging and understand that somebody's going to see your video and there's a very small little thumbnail as they're scrolling. Like, especially if you're on a phone, it is literally like the size of your fingernail when you're scrolling through. So having a bunch of text on there, phone number, my website, I'll, like do not put that stuff on your splash image. Again, you're trying to engage this viewer quickly because they're scrolling and you literally within it, you got a second maybe to be able to capture their attention because that's the first, that's the, the first step really to get them to click on your video. And then once they click on your video, what's going to keep them around to watch, you know, your message. So your splash image should be something that's clear. Again, what, what's the video about? So you don't want it to default to this video that shows you talking and it's frozen like. Yeah, it's, it's, we're, <laughs> like, um, it's sort of blurry. The person's mouth is open. Their <laughs> eyes are squinty and they, or sometimes they look like uh, the attorney looks like they were stuck in headlights, like a deer in yeah. headlights. No. Yes. And that, but that's what YouTube will default your splash image to. Sometimes you have a choice to pick, you know, a, a few other thumbnails that, that YouTube thinks might look okay, but still the options that they default give you, it really is the attorney in a frozen in a weird position. Especially if your video is just consisting of you talking to the camera. You may have a couple different camera angles, but what in that video is it going to suggest that you use your splash image if there's no other content than you talking? So you can create and design your own custom splash image and YouTube's kind of picky with like the, the resolution and stuff that you use. I think like two megabytes is the maximum. So don't, you know, design some crazy, super high resolution, you know, image. It just needs to be like for web 72 DPI really, you know, obviously you want it to be a clear image, but just a photo with very limited text, maybe just one word or, you know, something with a question mark or, you know, putting the question on there or, Again, answering that question on there. So that way they know before clicking on the video that this is, you know, this is what I'm looking for. I'm in the right place. And then give them that confirmation again when they're watching your video that you're delivering the message that they're looking for. And secret hack, Canva, which I think even the free version of Canva, if, if you 
pay for Canva, you get a few more options for templates, then it's only like 11 bucks a month. Canva has a whole library of YouTube thumbnails slash images that you can create yourself. They're plug and play. You just put in the text that you want. All of them look awesome. And they're all already set to um, YouTube standards. Like all the pixels are the right amount. Everything's perfectly, it'll fit perfectly. Hack of the day. Canva. Yeah, absolutely. And there's tons of stuff out there too, not just for splash images, but you can buy, or, you know, there's lots of free versions too of like pre-made video templates that you can put in your video at the end. So it'll like, you know, a cool transition will come up and it'll say subscribe to our channel. And then it'll have like the little Instagram thing will pop up and then you can put your actual, your contact info in there. So you're adding production value automatically by making this like you know, this cool little uh, transition, outro, intro, whatever you want to do. You can also use title screens and stuff that come up that you show, again, exactly what the video is, what it's about. Movie maker, right from your phone. Like movie maker will allow you to do this very, very easily. Yeah, for sure. So adding those little things, that's what you want to focus on instead of saying, we are, you know, at this address and, you know, you visit us at, yes, like it's important to have a call to action, but having it on the screen is going to be so much more effective for your viewer. They're not going to feel like that they're like being like, you know, ambulance chase through YouTube. You know, they're, again, they're looking for something specific. And if you can deliver that to them, the chances of them watching another video, again, our attention span is low. So we get our answer and another little thing comes to the top suggesting a new video. Ooh. I'm going to click on this. I'm going to go to this one and then I'm going to go to this one. And so they may just visit, you know, stay in your channel and watch video after video. But again, you got to keep them engaged um, the whole time. We have a couple people in the Zoom that are following along with us. We have Nick and then we also, Bertrand, I don't see him in here. Might have been um, disconnected on his end. Hey, how's it hey going? Guys, going? Great. Good to see you. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Do you... So tell us about your own attention span. What what is what gets you past seeing, you know, very boring things right away? Not much, right? Yeah, my attention span has gotten um, pretty shitty. <laughs> I've it's uh, I, I've one of the things that I've done though in emails is my biggest pain in the ass. Um, I'm a true solo, so I don't have any help other than an answering service that sometimes listens to me, but most of the time doesn't. But I, I had to take all my notifications from my emails off my phone. That's helped. I still check it periodically. And then if I'm working on something, I used to have my email like right up. I've got two screens and I would have it like right up so I'd see it. And, oh, I got to get to that. Well, now I just either exit out or have it hidden or I can't see it. And then whenever I'm done, what I'm doing, and then I go back and look and, and do that. But, yeah, it's um, – So you're probably one of those types of people who – Definitely need a very engaging video. So did you have any questions about how to make your, your own videos more captivating or? Dude, um, yeah, that and content creation are kind of my, my well, content creation for marketing purposes is probably my biggest thing right now because I don't really have the time to continuously pump out marketing stuff. And actually I was working on a marketing plan for October earlier today and I've got a decent bit of stuff from my niche area and I've got like set times to do it, but Something might pop up next week and totally torpedo my whole day and my plan. Sure. So, That's always the biggest challenge is not necessarily finding content to write about or talk about or make videos about, but it's it's carving out the time, carving out the time to do it. Josh, do you have any suggestions on prioritizing videos or you know best practices for 
pumping out a lot of video in a short amount of time when you're when you're pressed for time? Absolutely. And I, I mean, honestly, for you being a solo operator, it's so important for you to have those videos because you can be, you know, working with several clients all at once while you're doing something else. So these videos can be doing work for you in the background, doing your marketing for you, answering those questions. But yeah, the most important thing is obviously finding time to put those together. But it makes it so much easier if you can sit down for an hour and make 10 to 15 videos. You've got the content already shot going to say and deliver you have this niche market that you you know you want to talk about so again maybe the uh, having some faq questions that you're answering and then later on when you're editing it's going to be a lot easier for you to just separate literally by the question and then once you have those separated then you're creating project files and then literally you've got all you know 10 videos right there you create this intro copy and paste it at the beginning of all of them and then you can actually set them up to publish you know, every so often. So like if you're doing it on Facebook, you can, you know, say every Tuesday, I want a video to be released. You can do them all at once. But again, it's still finding that time, that hour or two to be able to knock that out. But I think it's just understanding what, what you want to do first. What's the most important thing for you to get out there? And if you don't have any content, you need to tell people about you, who you are, what you do. That's so important. And that can become your YouTube bio video. It sounds like you got over the initial initial hurdle of figuring out what to talk about because a lot of times that's the biggest challenge, right? So you're already ahead of the game a little bit. So like Josh said, the scheduling thing is can save so, so much time. So you don't have to constantly go back to it every single week or every single day. You just set it and forget it. Yeah. And I did about 10 videos and I did set down what you were talking about, but I did it like two different times. So I did five videos. It took me like an hour. And then I did five more, but I like your, your suggestion of the Q and A or frequency, your FAQs or whatever topic, do those out in an hour for 10 of them and then edit and splice all from one video. That'll probably save me some time. Yeah. Because honestly, like you don't want a 10 minute video, you know, that talks about each question for a minute. You know, again, you want to hit these people with what they're looking for. So as specific as you can be, and then spend that extra time putting in your description of your YouTube video, coming up with a clever title. And obviously you're going to need a splash image for each of these because you got 10 videos. But again, if you're just talking in them, it's going to default to all these, like, you know, it's just going to show your face. It's going to, they're all going to look the same. So what's going to set those apart from each other, especially if somebody's just going through your channel and looking, or again, what's going to entice somebody to click on that versus another one that's got this like, amazing design, you know, splash image over here. It's like, eh, well, and so, you can yeah, also use, I mean, if you choose to go the route of Canva or any of these other platforms that allow you to create splash images using the templates, just spend a couple extra minutes on creating the template that you like. And then for all the other videos, you can just plug in, you know, a couple different colors or, you know, obviously a different title too, but that could always be your default template. You don't have to recreate the wheel every single week. And, and the same thing as what you did with like how you were doing all these videos at the time. Mm -hmm. If you are searching for stuff for your splash image, we do we like license images on like Adobe stock or Shutterstock or something. We would download like 40 of them. And then we have this like bin, right? So mm -hmm. then when it's time to go looking for these images, we're just searching from this little bin versus the entire internet. So it makes it a lot easier. So when you have something put together, maybe it's just changing like the color of the background mm -hmm. and then the wording. So you've got, you know, a new, new image, new color. We also want them to all be kind of like branded together. So you've got like this, you know, master playlist that your channel looks like, you know, so much more professional. Okay. Uh, you said the image is Canna, Canavar? Canva. It's C-A-N-V as in Victor, A. Canva.com. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, um, uh, I have heard of that. And that would do, do what for me again? 
So Canva is a, I mean, it's a complete design platform that has Facebook images. It helps you create Facebook post images, Instagram posts, okay. YouTube, thumb, uh, YouTube thumbnails, YouTube covers. But the cool thing is, is all of the templates are already pre-measured and like pre-designed for those, those platforms. So you don't have to figure out, cause you know how sometimes when you go to update like a Facebook cover, for instance, mm-hmm. and you don't follow what the pixel recommendations are, and then it's zoomed in really funky or it it's off center or it just doesn't look right because you're not following what those measurements are. Canva already has all of that pre-done for you. You just plug in your own specific information, like the text that you want and they have really neat templates, patterns. I mean, tons of designs based on topic too. And Josh, what are you in the marketing arena? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I do a lot of media production. So photography, video, website content. Okay. What's your, uh, what's web address, uh, uh, sorry, <laughs> web address for your company? Uh, Josh Nagel productions.com. Okay. N-A-G-E-L. So we started maximum storytelling as a, a weekly podcast, just talking about all things video and there's, you know, maximum layer also offers video production help, you know, for any of these firms that want videos done. So we enlisted the best of the best and Josh and I both live in the same city, but he has created amazing, amazing work and he has this awesome team. So we, uh, we work together in case any of the maximum lawyer people want video stuff done. And it's, he's great. He's really, really good. We've been doing legal marketing for about a decade now. So a lot of other stuff comes along with that. So we do a lot of live events, commercial stuff, uh, corporate videos, conferences. And so, but legal marketing has been a huge part of what we've done. So we're just doing this to kind of like share our insight, our experiences, because we've messed up so much. So so many many times. So, you know, if we can, you know, share one of those things so that way other people don't, you know, take the same steps that we did. Yeah. So you should see some of our bloopers from a long time ago. They are, they're pretty funny. They're really funny. Love to dig those out. I don't think that there's anyone else on Facebook that had any other questions, but I'm so happy that you joined us. You're our, our actually, you're our first person to join ever no, so for being here. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks guys. And uh, Josh, I'm, I'm going to look you up on um, next to my agenda is moving offices. I've grown out of my space and moving somewhere else. So after I get all that situated, I might I'll probably reach out to you because I'm going to need some help with stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah. We're here to help. So thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thanks guys. Have a good one. Thank you. All right. Thanks so much. And next week we will see you Wednesday, 1230 central, 130 Eastern for another episode of maximum storytelling. Bye guys. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk same time, same place next week to stay connected. Join us on the maximum lawyer Facebook group. See you there.